Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Uh, it's another episode in Season 5, Tim. This is... Dead is Dead. Dead is Dead. You've been, you've been looking forward to this I episode have been lo- I remember this being a really important episode, and it was. It was very important. But before we do anything else today, mm-hmm. let's get a response from Janelle, because then we're going to go into Spoiler Corner, which we haven't done on this show. No, we haven't done for Lost, no, but this is one time when Janelle agreed that she wanted to kind of wait. We've been talking about this long con idea for a while, and she told me today she does kind of want to wait and make that a surprise. And It's not going to be super long, but... And not even affect that many episodes, I don't think. But it's just much, so much more fun if you get a surprise. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But anyway, but we do want to get your newbie impressions. So newbie Janelle, <laughs> lovely, beautiful. How are you? <laughs> what do you think of this episode? Oh boy, still having the same experience of Ben as half the time wanting to punch him in the face and half the time. Connecting with him or feeling sorry for him as a human being. Mm-hmm. This episode was very, for those of you who forget, this episode has lots of Ben from uh, our current timeline to flashbacks of various times of the history, including some of very recent history. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved seeing Desmond go be the <laughs> angry dad and giving Ben what he absolutely deserved and saving Penelope and his son. Mm-hmm. That was fabulous. <laughs> I know. I remember that that whole scene being very tense the first time. Like, oh gosh, oh god, they shot. No, he's, 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 not I'm, that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> they set up so so wonderfully. Like, if you hear Desmond Hume, tell him I'm sorry. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they meant. So that was great. I felt like this was one of those episodes where we see some of Ben's humanness. At the same time as seeing what a horrible person he is, we also see that he is human after all, because Uh he clearly feels very guilty about being responsible for his daughter's death. Remarkably, he's actually going to face it and really not looking forward to it, and and he can't wiggle out of it. And. (laughs) Because Locke won't let him wiggle out of it. It would. It kind of feels like. I really appreciated that too. Like Locke feels a bit more in control and in charge now. Mm. I'm sure that had something to do with him being raised from the dead. I'm sure that <laughs> gives you some confidence. <laughs> over it might change you a little bit. Yeah, it, it might. Yeah, mm. and uh, the fact that Ben, I think, ends up being clear enough, is frightened or he's rattled because mm-hmm. John is in fact alive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Although he tried to hide it as well as he could when he first in that first conversation, yeah. I knew this would happen. Then why are you scared? Yeah, yeah, he, he just seemed a little bit not so calm while he was yeah. covering himself. Mm-hmm. I feel like when he's in his element, he's he's not quite as amped up. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, we did see him him the way he was manipulating Caesar. Like it was, it was one of the few times we we knew exactly what he what he was playing. So it was kind of fascinating to see it from that perspective, just the, like the way he was he pretended to be a survivor and it's like I don't think I saw him on the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy. So it was interesting to get that perspective on him. Mm-hmm. And this episode really shows that Ben's one soft spot is Alex and and baby kids, kids. Yeah. Like that's oh, why yeah. he brought Juliet to stop kids from dying. Because that's his. That was his thing. He had a horrible childhood. He doesn't really want to do that to other people. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, horrible childhood. He was shot as a kid, so there's a lot of reasons why he maybe like have a soft spot for them. That's like the weakness in his 
evil armor, I guess. I <laughs> yeah. Interestingly, he and Sawyer are both con men. They both have a soft spot for kids. Yeah. I'm sure it's got something to do with him, with the loss of his innocence, or him not having a real childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, or him, uh, he hates feeling lost and helpless. Mm-hmm. And, and he's afraid to be lost and helpless, so I guess he feels that when he sees a kid. It's something to keep in mind, folks. Uh, having a, a child is apparently good life insurance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? If Desmond and Penny hadn't had a didn't have Charlie, Penny wouldn't be around anymore. So uh-huh. having kids can be uh, helpful for your health. <laughs> Survival of the cutest, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, yes. The moment the floor broke, I got the sense that, mm, well, this is about where Ben was supposed to go. and. Mm-hmm. That's why the floor broke, and that's why he's down there. And I, I loved the temple scene, and what the smoke monster did was fascinating. And I guess I've heard you guys talk the whole time about the smoke monster using different people to show up and talk to others. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the most obvious one so far. Mm-hmm. Alex, the smoke monster being Alex. The smoke monster being Alex. Because, you know, the smoke monster is right there. Mm-hmm. And then the lights come up and there's Alex. And, and you know, or by the way that she's acting, you know it can't possibly be actually her. Yeah. yeah. She's dead. And it's the smoke monster talking to Ben in a way that's going to drill into him. <laughs> and I just love Mr. Emerson's performances of Ben when he's rattled and hurt or helpless or something. And the the way that he looks up at John Locke afterwards and <laughs> says it let me live, but he's, he's been, so I'm not quite sure if he's as broken as he's making himself sound, but... He looks pretty darn broken. He looks pretty darn broken, and he let me live, but that him saying it contains in there this, and it's absolutely killing me that I have to follow you now. <laughs> Except, of course, he didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sums a lot up. You know, it is interesting, the, the scene of Smoke Monster showing him visions of previous things. That I, was brilliant. Yeah, and I feel like we've, we've gotten little, little glimpses of it, but maybe this is the first time we've really seen. Like, we saw when the Smoke Monster, like... With Echo, we did that Studied once. Echo. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember if we actually saw the pictures or just heard remember. voices. I think we just heard voices that time. That's, that's kind of my I thought, but I mean, I, I feel like that's a similar thing. Somehow the smoke monster can like, well, in that case it was like judging. He has his own judgment thing. So it was interesting, like a new enhanced version of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, creepy uh, temple walls. Uh, we saw interesting Egyptians and all that. Oh yeah, what do you think of um, Alana and her little band of followers in the box? What do you think that's all about? Wait, box? Yeah, big like metal crate thing that they were trying to move. No idea. I just that's about that's about what I would have thought at the time. Yeah, basically, it's like I don't know what who's I don't, what is going on. What's this weird password I always thing? Thought, I always thought it was funny because when you you know following season five when it first came out, they're like, oh, there's a guy named Caesar. That's like ruler. What? And then they just kill. You know, it's completely a red herring. Yeah, his name of Caesar. Like I'm going to be in charge here, and he's acting all, the, and then he's just dead. Yeah, my theory about him knowing more about what was going on. Eh, hard, I, hard to know if that's true one or the other. I think point. he. I think he was just a guy who was on a plane and tried to take charge. Yeah, you might be right. We'll see. I, I might re- look up Lostpedia later on to see if there's more to that or not. But Lana still certainly seems like there might be more. 
That what lies in the shadow of the statue. What lies in the shadow of the statue. Anything else we need to talk about with, with Janelle while she's here? So, yeah, the... We saw the transition between Widmore and Ben. Mm-hmm. That was fascinating. Yeah. Some more of their long history. Mm-hmm. Oh, the scene where Ben steals Alex made me angry. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, he he did come there to assassinate her, I guess, and then <laughs> found out she had a daughter. And even, like, I'll go kill her. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Please, let me kill someone. <laughs> later, Ethan. Later. <laughs> not now. Not now. Wasn't Ethan the son of Dharma people? He was. But I think at this point in Dharma, since Ben is fully with the others, that must mean that the purge has already happened. Uh. So that means at some point, young Ethan got recruited by the others mm-hmm. before the purge. I see. Or they saved the kids. They could have saved the kids. Oh, uh, that's possible. They, 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 they saved them from the plane as well as some other people. They all, yeah. That's not how they add to their ranks, largely, it seems like. They saved them. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I'm a little that maybe have been a, a big reason why they wanted to bring a baby and the others say at this point I think the women are already may already be having problems. By that point probably, yeah. Yeah, by yeah, anytime after the purge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's another reason why to the steal children because they need They can't have them. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that scene where like Ben had called Jack and he was dripping wet and all beaten up. He's like, I need you to get Locke's body. So now we know why he was at a marina and wet yeah. and beaten up. Because <laughs> Desmond had just beat the crap out of him for trying to murder him and his wife. Yep. yep. On Michael Emerson's site, there's actually this uh, cut of, of him uh, getting beat up in TV shows. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, I, think, I think it ends with that shot of him like falling into the water and blood gushing out of his nose. <laughs> loss, I mean, he's, he's almost never not beat up. <laughs> Well, he totally deserves it. He totally well, deserves yeah. it. And apparently he's been wearing that same shirt ever since. He, <laughs> that shirt's got to smell like uh, terrible by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh well. Locke looks pretty nice and dapper. And, uh, he was he was buried in a suit, though, so. No, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, hon, I think this is a, the time has come for us to, we're going to do our spoiler corner. Okay. So uh, you have elected oh, to sit fun. this out. So we'll, I'll see you in a little bit. Yes. Okay, so we're back for Spoiler Corner, oh, this, first time we've done it for Lost. This is a big deal, this episode. It really is, and we've been waiting to talk about this the elephant in the room for this episode. <laughs> elephant in the room, they use that. We had to talk about it at some point. The fact that, unfortunately, John Locke is not actually brought back from the dead. Dead is dead. The title says it. Uh-huh. They, they're, they're, they're not tricking us. Well, they are. Well, they are, but, but it's so funny because they're very straightforward about it, honestly. But, but We're not used to it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't believe it. The best, one of the best cons is a long con. But no, John Locke is actually Man in Black, a.k.a. Smokey, the smoke monster himself. Which is so great. Like, how do you know these things? And, oh, we're going to go down here. And he calls us a smoke monster and Locke goes away and comes back out of the forest. I know he's teasing him at that uh-huh. point. It's like... <laughs> he's, he's like... <laughs> It was going to come out as something I can't control. And, and then you know, comes John Locke. Just comes John Locke. Yep. Oh, and then and Christian told Son to stay till John Locke comes there. because mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't think we were wondering if Christian needed a boat to cross from the one island to the other. I don't think Apparently so. Apparently not. But it does seem that he was not, he had not invested himself in Locke when he talked to Son. Oh, 
You mean Christian? Yeah, Christian. Yeah. I think that was before he he fully invested himself in Locke. Right, right. Or however that works. I'm I'm still going with some of my theory of that Locke may have been slightly infected, whatever that means, when um, he visited Jacob, aka Christian Shepherd, in the oh. cabin. Just because I don't see any other way Smoke Monster would know in 1950 or whatever or whenever Locke was down there to see Christian Shepherd. Unless Locke was, like, hallucinating Christian Shepherd. Oh, yeah, but we don't know what time, what, do we know what year that was when he was down there? It was old enough that the statue was intact. So it actually would have been, like, 1800s. Oh, yeah. It was before Black Rock. Yeah, it was before yeah. Black Rock. So anyway, I mean, that's going back, but I, I kind of wanted to touch on a few things yeah. from previous episodes. Like, one thing I thought of, and like... Could, the, can he read, no, the spell can read other people's minds to a certain extent, right? Or not? Yeah, but there wouldn't have been any time at that point for, no, for okay, him anyway. to read okay. his mind. That's not the main point. So. He had just fallen down in a hole. But anyway, yeah, not the main point. One other thing from a previous episode I did want to, like, touch on. Early on, a few episodes ago, when, like, Alana gives Locke a mango or something, he bites into it and is like, mm, this is the best mango I've ever mm-hmm. had. Or I've ever eaten. I wonder if that it's also like the first mango he's actually eaten since he became the smoke I, That's monster. what I'm reading. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Random thought that we were going to other things. So we have the wall of the temple. So obviously Baby Ben went into the temple to get healed, which yeah. was our theory. But I can't remember. Doesn't Isn't the wall around the temple kind of like the pylons? It keeps the smoke monster out. Oh. I think it's, yeah. again, we start yeah. getting into this area where there's levels of, repetition in the island mm-hmm. you know this it starts coming up more here than season six is all about the things repeating about which is maybe one reason why they have to go underneath the walls in order to to yeah. progress and, mm-hmm. and i when i think they no i think Locke can go in there now because he's not he could before too the smoke monster killed people under the walls before under the walls yeah but I'm, yeah. what i'm saying is that i think he can go through now i think he can oh, actually yeah. enter the temple yeah. that's possible i don't remember how that well, plays see. out in six but I also thought it was interesting the the plug that called the smoke monster. Yeah, it seems very reminiscent of other things we see. Later. Yeah, the, the 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 plug of the in the heart of the island. There's a lot of things with water, except that's all the darkened water. You know, so we got stuff that we can connect to in season six here. Yeah, I I thought of that. You I've, can tell they're starting to put, plan these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and the the whole fact that I mean, we could have talked about this earlier, but the whole fact that. They had to go back to the fact that Ben summoned the smoke monster. I think they had to go re-explore that because that was a crucial idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense in this context of why he was trying to summon him, but it was good to be able to see more of that. Yes. And say, no, this wasn't just a fluke. This is an established thing. Yeah. Um, and this is how he did it. Um, and no, he doesn't have complete control over it. He just knows how to summon it. These were all important yeah. details back in the day. It's very interesting and just mean so one of the first early scenes is Ben's walking around like, what's in the box? Or just some stuff we've gathered. I mean, yeah. Locke's right dead body is in the box. <laughs> it's a mystery box in plain sight, and they know exa- the writers know exactly what's in that thing. Oh, it's so mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's right there. But yeah, and then Alana's obviously worked for, well, not obviously, but we know, worked for Jacob with all her people. Who's sitting, lying in the shadow of the statue or whatever yep. that is. And yeah, I'm impressed. I mean, I guess it, it is pretty, I think it was pretty clear in the, even in the day that Alex was smoke monster here, but it's just, again, ingenious that like, you don't know that there's a whole another level of, it's not just she, John Locke goes away, smoke monster comes mm-hmm. out, Alex trusts John Locke, smoke monster goes back to redo be John Locke. It's a super clever way of doing it because a lot of times when the lo- locks do super convoluted cons, it's actually right in front of you. 
Just there's so much else going on, and you're not thinking John Locke's dead. Yes. And it's kind of a shell game. Like, yeah. like here, here's all, all the information you need is here, but it's like... <laughs> Like, uh, of course Locke's alive, because we want Locke to be alive. Even though Ben says, that doesn't happen here. Uh, but yeah, it's... But but it's fun to see Ben not knowing what's going on. It's really the beginning. This episode is honest. Well, we've started it from when he had to move the island. But there's another major step in what is Ben's very slow rehabilitation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he doesn't really get rehabilitated even by the end of the show. No, he so he's on that. He's time. on the trajectory. Yeah, yeah. And the other reason why this works so well is Man in Black is playing a great game at being John Locke. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's clearly. I like how uh, Janelle put it. Locke seems like he's more in control now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> he is. Though, again, very clever acting on the part of well, Terry O'Quinn. Is that his name? Yeah. And the writers, who I think told him he was just act, he was just playing Locke. It wasn't until like the season finale he knew. Oh, I guess I'm not. I haven't been Locke all this time. But. Also, very clever long conning stuff on um, Sun. He needs Sun mm. to be with them. I was wondering about that. I was because, trying to remember why he needed well, Sun there. They need to get all the the candidates, candidates in one. He place. doesn't care about Lapidus. Yeah, oh, well, that's true. He needs to manipulate all. He needs to get them all in the same place, one way or another, so he can kill them all. Yeah. Do you have any any other thoughts, Natasha? Um, not much. I mean, I had forgotten that the actors themselves like didn't know that what was going on. So in my mind, knowing who the smoke monster is, whose bodies he's taken over, I can see similarities but in their acting styles. But then, you know, maybe that's all just made up. Um, or maybe it's direction given by the directors. But mm-hmm. kind of just this stare they give and then this like head tilt. But then again, if they didn't know what they were playing exactly, mm-hmm. um, my that guess might is, just be coincidental. Yeah, my guess is the direction they gave him was that, like, this is Locke, but there's something different about him. Some sort of, like, calmer assurance, self-assurance. I remember that being one of the cool things. Like, wow, he's not just Locke. He's, like, Zen Locke. This is, like, the yeah. uber Locke we've been wanting to see for a while. I remember reading somewhere that a lot of times Michael Emerson's lines, the num- writers, the number of times he said that writers were like, he says it like it's completely true. <laughs> like, you know, like he deli- <laughs> like he doesn't know if he's lying, but like the, the description would be like, he sells it like it's fully, he fully believes it. And then later on it ends up being a lie. So Michael Emerson's always delivering these lines <laughs> with his heartfelt like, no, I'm telling the truth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Well, this, this is running long, so we better wrap this up. But a seminal episode. When I was looking ahead, I feel like that we may only need, like, one more of these spoiler corner things before, which I th- and I think is, like, the penultimate the episode. Follow the leader. Follow the leader, yeah. if I remember right. Yeah. We, we go back to a lot of Dharma action after this. Because then we get the, finally, the compass starting, <laughs> right? Right. Which we need, we need to examine that when that happens. Yeah, we will. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Weekly Hijack. Remember, our main podcast, Your Old Trains of Thought, covers all aspects of storytelling for the creator and the consumer. You can find that and this podcast at com. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And Natasha. Janelle was here <laughs> earlier, so we'll give it to Natasha here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>